0: I'm your host Renee Krantz. Today on the show we have Father Brian Eckrich. He is the vicar, parochial vicar for the Cathedral of Saint Joseph, and we're going to be talking about um, Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday. Uh, We have a really great conversation on Holy Saturday and just some things that I never knew, and I bet a lot of people never do. So it's a good conversation. I hope you'll stick around for it. First we have Dr. Chris Bergwald.
1: Happy Easter, ah, Renee.
0: Happy Easter, Dr. Bergwall. Happy
1: Easter, Bill. Happy Easter, Dr. Bergwall. Thanks, Bill.
0: <laughs> so formal. <laughs> I started it, I guess.
1: <laughs> so what are we celebrating today, Renee? We are, Easter.
0: We are celebrating Easter, the Bill return says. of Bill Seeley. That's right. He's back. <laughs> we missed you, Bill.
1: He's risen He's from got, the dead.
0: Virtually. <laughs> <laughs> we are celebrating the resurrection of jesus which means
1: what what exactly is the resurrection
0: well the way i understand it i guess if you're i I want to know the truth i don't care
1: your understanding i want to know what's true i
0: understand that he rose himself from the dead because he is god yeah you're just staring at me like I know, I, I'm.
1: Just <laughs> keep going, letting the fish.
0: Phil, do you know? Letting the fish <laughs> that, run. That
1: didn't sound right. Let, letting, just... letting the fish run with the. There. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And it, it, sometimes we also read about how uh, God, the Father, raised him from the dead. But he.
0: I've heard. Yeah, I've heard both. It's of. both. It's both. Maybe it doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't really matter. But keep going. So what does that mean? So he rose from the dead.
0: Uh, he destroyed death and opened the gates of heaven.
1: Fantastic. So, Woo! how is his rising from the dead so different from, say, Lazarus's um, mm. being raised from the dead by Jesus?
0: Now, now we're cheating because you and I talked about this. We did <laughs> Go ahead. Bill. Bill?
1: No, no, <laughs> no. Difference. Come on. Okay, what? No, 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 no. And actually, it's true. Yeah. Um, Bill. Mm. You know, Lazarus rose from the dead. Jesus Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. What's a guess of the difference between Lazarus post being raised and Jesus post being raised? Any idea? They didn't call it Easter. (laughs) They didn't call it Easter. Well done. (laughs) That's a good answer.
0: (laughs) Good answer, Bill. Uh, Do you remember? We yes. Uh, yeah. Lazarus will die again.
1: Yes, because. It's a
0: temporary resurrection, basically. So, so yeah.
1: Lazarus was resuscitated.
0: Yeah, that's what the word is, Not was. resurrected.
1: Yes. He was yeah. resuscitated. You know, pop lang- in popular culture, we kind of use resurrected as synonymous with resuscitated. Yeah. But there actually is a difference. So when you're resuscitated, as happens in hospitals mm-hmm. from time to time, mm-hmm. um, as happens uh, miraculously from time to time, not just 2,000 years ago, yep. but even.
0: I know of one from last year.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So so people still are morat people are like, well mm-hmm. so you have to talk about that sometime, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um so there are people who are resuscitated either through medicine or miracles, uh from the but they yeah, have they come back to the same sort of mo Form of existence, right. like the kind of existence right. that you and I have right now.
0: Lazarus couldn't be in more than one place at a time. Correct.
1: Lazarus <laughs> could be more. He didn't shine right. with the glory of God. Right. Uh, he couldn't just appear wherever he wanted to instantly, right. um, whether it was literally walking through walls or just
0: yeah. or, yes. know,
1: transporting around. I don't know what it's called. Is that Beam what it's me called? up. <laughs> um, Scotty. <laughs> Jesus rose from the dead resurrected and he did do all of those things Mm -hmm. so uh so i think that's so that's we're celebrating the resurrection and that what that's what that means but now again you might remember i mean it was a few weeks ago we talked about Uh this but how do you know Renee? how do i know what that jesus really rose from the dead
0: because he told us he did
1: does it really matter that he did by the way yes why if he did- Isn't it about what Jesus did said? No, no. What?
0: If he didn't, then the gates of heaven are still closed and we're in trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so St. Paul says in um, uh, his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15, I think verses 12 through 19. Basically, he says that if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then we're still in our sins. Mm -hmm. If if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then our faith is in in vain. Mm -hmm. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then we are the most, I think he's, depends on the translation, um, the most pitiable of men, Mm -hmm. or I've I've seen some translations, we are the greatest of fools. Right. So sometimes we kind of look at Jesus and yeah, we know he's God, but it's really about what he taught us. Well, what he taught us was important, but to be honest, in a way, Jesus's teach there's there was newness in Jesus's teachings, but but the newness was just really applying what was already there in the right. Old Testament, but in a in a wider new way. Mm-hmm. So, the love God and love your neighbor is from the Old Testament. Now, Jesus really pushes, who is your neighbor? Mm-hmm. Right, it's everybody. You're supposed to love your enemies. Right. Like that was like, but but the, but that's more of just a like the, the teaching um, was a newness of extension. Mm-hmm. It's him and his resurrection from the dead that differentiates him from other, frankly, other religious uh, founders.
0: Yeah. Were there any that actually, this is a bad question to ask with 30 seconds left. Right. (laughs) I won't ask it.
1: Okay, so <laughs> we know that Jesus, so our our faith is in Jesus Christ risen from the dead. And you know that, we know that he rose from the dead in all sorts of different ways. But for me, the thing that I come back to is the apostles got dead for it. They didn't get rich. They didn't get wealthy. They didn't get power. They got dead. So as the traditional Easter greeting has it, Jesus is risen. He's risen indeed.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. Joining me on the show today is Father Brian Eckrich. He is the... Parochial vicar. Currently, while we're speaking, the parochial yes. vicar at the Cathedral of St. Joseph, although that will change and it could change by the time this airs. I don't know. Father Eckridge, welcome.
2: Good afternoon.
0: Yeah. Where are you moving to? I forget.
2: So I'm moving to uh, Del Rapids. That's right. That's where I'll live, but then I'll be serving uh, Garrettson and Huntomer as well as right. the parochial vicar there.
0: Yeah. And you're excited about that, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Get to be in a rural area.
2: Yes, I do. I love it. I love real life, love small town Good. parishes. Did
0: you grow up in a small town? I can't remember. No, nope, I grew
2: oh. up in Aberdeen. Okay, so not so quite just... big city kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's big city or not. <laughs> All right, so we are going to talk today about uh, Easter, of course, because as this is airing on radio, it's Easter Sunday. Happy Easter. Yay. <laughs> All right, but we're going to really talk about Holy Saturday because this is something that seems like kind of we all skip over a little bit. Mm -hmm. We go to uh, many of us go to um, a service. I guess it's not really mass, but a service on Friday evening for Good Friday, and and we kind of forget about things until Easter Monday and don't really pay a lot of attention to what's actually would have been happening. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Should be good, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you seem... I'm, I'm excited to talk about okay, this. Okay, good, this good. Fun.
0: I know this is stuff you really love. So, uh, all right. So, Holy Saturday is the time when Jesus actually descended to hell. So, can you talk about that a little bit, about what happened, what's happening on this day? Um, I know we have, of course, we have vigil mass in the evening, but what's happening between the time Christ died on Friday afternoon to Easter morning?
2: Okay. Okay. So, uh, in a nutshell, uh, first we know that Christ is true man, Mm -hmm. that he has a soul. And obviously at the moment of his death, uh, his soul separated from the body. Okay. And so what we say that happened at the moment of his death, uh, his soul then descended into hell. That's what we we profess in the creed. However, it is not the hell that most people think of. Okay. There's the hell of the damned. That's Mm -hmm. where all the bad people go. But then there is Sheol, uh, the bosom of Abraham, ah. and so it's it's part of hell, but it's it's the part reserved for all of the righteous people in the Old Testament. Oh, okay. From Adam, because obviously they were good people; mm-hmm. they served God. But the gates of heaven are closed. Right. For business, right. they had to wait until <laughs> the salvific act of Christ. Right. And it's at this glorious moment that Christ descends down to those righteous. Triumph, he's carrying the cross, they say, Mm -hmm. you know, he gets to then welcome them into heaven. Yeah. And so that's what Saturday is about.
0: I would never thought about that, you know, when we're saying the creed, that you say that, and I'm always thinking, yeah, hell, the really, the bad place where everybody goes who isn't going to heaven. But that's a really good clarification that that's not— there's there at the time there was two different hells that doesn't exist anymore now, right
2: nope there's no right. one in no one in that place anymore okay. at least the sheol right. bosom of abraham and right. it will forever be empty now
0: right cuz now the gates of heaven are open yep. praise god
2: so yeah
0: <laughs> okay so what i know that you have um something you had sent me by email and this is from an ancient homily right yes, and it's something that's in there. i'm going to say this wrong is it breviary or breviary breviary It's a good thing you said that because I was not saying it right. Uh, And I found this really fascinating. So you have this with you.
2: Yes. So this would be, obviously, the breviary is the the book that from predominantly, this from the Psalms that priests pray uh, throughout each and every day. Right. Um, But this particular reading then uh, comes, is read by priests on the morning of Holy Saturday. Saturday. Yep. And you said so, this is
0: like your favorite one. Yeah, and this is one of my
2: favorites. Yeah. So if I may, just, I'll let it speak for itself. Yeah. And I read these first two paragraphs. It's titled, The Lord Descends into Hell. It says, something strange is happening. There is a great silence on earth today, a great silence and stillness. The whole earth keeps silence because the king is asleep. The earth trembled and is still because God has fallen asleep. In the flesh, and he has has raised up all who have slept ever since the world began. God has died in the flesh, and hell trembles with fear. He has gone to search for our first parents, as for a lost sheep, greatly desiring to visit those who live in darkness and the shadow of death. He has gone to free from sorrow the captives, Adam and Eve, he who is both God and the son of Eve. The Lord approached them bearing the cross, the weapon that had won him the victory. At the sign of him, Adam, the first man he had created, struck his breast in terror and cried out to everyone, My Lord be with you all. Christ answered him, and with your spirit. He took him by the hand and raised him up, saying, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light.
0: That is so cool. Yeah. That the end of that first paragraph, God has died in the flesh and hell trembles with fear. When I read that, I was like that's that's just really powerful.
2: It is. Yeah. 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 I like the it was just the, the favorite image of, you know, Christ bearing the cross mm-hmm. that it's that was the the instrument which brought about his death and now he wields that.
0: As, his as as a,
2: as a weapon, yeah. as a sign of triumph, you know, yeah. taking that cross, knowing that Satan fears the cross, Jesus has the audacity to take <laughs> that down and say, ha ha, <laughs> this is the thing you thought would destroy me. And now I'm, I'm freeing the captives, these right. people that were slave to you up until now.
0: Right. Yeah. That's really cool. So I know we found <clears> a, of course, we'll be posting or probably have posted already if you haven't seen it. A um, social media post on our SF Diocese, or yeah, SF Diocese on Facebook and so on. Uh, a post about okay. Holy Saturday with this um, piece in it that you just okay. read from, and we found we found a photo of Jesus holding the cross, leading those people out of hell. It's a really cool photo, and I don't know how Brianna found it, but. Whatever, it's great. (laughs) So you'll have to check that out. I look forward
2: to seeing that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's really neat. So I had never really thought about the fact that, okay, Adam and Eve are down there. And because you always think, well, they like caused our fall and an original sin to enter the world. They should just be in the really bad place. But my husband and I were talking about this after reading this. And we thought, you know, we don't know what happened after that, if they mm-hmm. repented, whatever it was, and they, they could very well. And I mean, it makes sense that they would be in the, not, how would you call it? Shoal? Sheol, I Sheol, believe. The, yeah.
2: Or bosom of Abraham. Yeah. Too.
0: Yeah. That they would be there instead and Jesus can bring yeah. them out and bring yeah. them home.
2: Yeah. And it just shows that, I mean, that was, shows the mercy of God yeah. that in the moment, Adam and Eve, screwed it up for for all of us mm-hmm. but it's like okay God could have just said I'm done with all of you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah know, literally go to hell
0: right uh, <laughs> right
2: <laughs> but he didn't I mean he's said he's like okay you screwed up but now it's like I'm, I'm not going to abandon you and I think yeah. this is that that just powerful great moment in which that proves that point
0: yeah and I think it's important for us to remember that that if if Adam and Eve can be brought to heaven, I think we all have a pretty good shot if we just pay a little attention. So so do you have some ideas? Well, first of all, do you want to say anything else about that that you just read?
2: I think I'm— Okay,
0: you got it all? Yep. Good. So how should we commemorate Holy Saturday? Is there there a state of mind we should be in? Is there something we should do?
2: Yes, there is. Okay,
0: good. (laughs) Good.
2: So first off, we view at least— traditionally holy saturday is still viewed as not necessarily part of lent okay but it is an extension of the sorrows of good friday okay that at least in the morning up until a vigil it's still a penitential day right and i would say you know we're still living out the sorrow of christ is not yet raised from the tomb he is He's dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we, we, we mourn that. Mm-hmm. We mourn that loss because even though Christ is making victories down, as, a, as we just described, mm-hmm. it's like that's hidden away. And so right. we live out the disposition that the apostles, they were still living out the, this, this disappointment, this fear, whatever it is mm-hmm. that they were, you know, their Savior has just been executed. Yep. And so... um we keep, we maintain that penitential character but then the other thing and this is what the other thing that strikes me about this reading at the beginning i said there is a great silence on earth today a great silence and stillness mm-hmm. that that's what i view as just like as kind of holy saturday it's like we enter into this contemplative waiting it's not we're not necessarily doing something we're we're sitting at the tomb we're sitting outside of the oh, tomb yeah. simply waiting with this anticipation as mm-hmm. i'm sure the apostles and the holy women, mm-hmm. they were doing that. Yep. Yep. And so in our prayers and on, we joined them.
0: Yeah. Someone said <laughs> to me either today or yesterday, we were talking about this very thing and they, oh, I think it was uh, one of the gals who, who works here, uh, <clears throat> described this as a time she thinks about Mary, what Mary would have been doing on Holy Saturday, mm-hmm. You know, thinking about her son in the grave and maybe somewhat understanding that he would rise, but maybe not.
2: Mm-hmm. So I think Mary had a pretty good idea. You think well, so? I think Jesus had some heart to heart conversations <laughs> with her.
0: <laughs> I hope so. Telling, her, really telling nice. her the back
2: behind the scenes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. So on Saturday, the way I understand it, there are no masses said until the vigil mass. Correct. Right.
2: You're not, not supposed to do mass.
0: Right. So there's no masses then from Thursday night, Right? Because there are yep. no masses set on Friday either. Yep. So from Thursday night until Saturday night. Correct. It's the only time in the whole year.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's,
0: that's kind of weird to think about, like, in the yeah. entire world. There's this time yeah. period.
2: And no we and, and we do that because out of reverence, it's like Christ has just—the the, the gravity, This like the sacrifice has just happened, and mm-hmm. we're kind of still living in the, the shock of that reality right. that it's— you know, we don't—we're not yet— we're still letting the dust settle and it's yeah. like we have to, you know, we're not going to represent that because we're still living in that in that sure. in that moment. So yeah. it's just the church does that just kind of out of this holy fear and holy reverence for, for what has just happened, what still is happening in yeah. this
0: at this point. Yeah. yeah. So uh many people, if they're if you're listening to this Sunday morning, Easter morning, you may have gone to church uh, to the Vigil Mass last night. Um, this is a little bit of a different mass than most masses, just oh, yes. a little. Just it's a, a lot little. longer. <laughs> I've been to vigil mass once. Um, as I said, we're recording this just before Easter, so I'm supposed to go this year. We'll in Rapid City. We'll see if that holds. But uh, there are okay. Why do we do this big long mass at this point? Tell why me. Do tell me why. Why is it so long? Father Eckridge, why so much kneeling and standing and why all the readings? <laughs> I don't know,
2: because some of us really like long, <laughs> long elaborate liturgies. Uh, I think historically it's, I mean, it's, it's the culmination of where the Holy Mother Church is so excited for the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of the beautiful things that, you know, we're, we're waiting in such anticipation. It's like a little a child that can't wait. <laughs> For, to open presents on Christmas morning. Right. So they get up at like four in the morning. <laughs> and it's like, actually, I think in times past, I think they might've actually done the vigil at like would have started at probably maybe three in the morning or four sure. in the morning. Don't quote me on that. I I, <laughs> I didn't look that, I, I think. But now it's like, we say, it's like, we're, we're, we're so excited. Mm-hmm. It's like, one, let's do this at the soonest possible. Let's do this as soon as the sun sets at 8.30. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. And we're so excited for this. We're gonna we're gonna pull all the stops. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make this is a celebration. This is the greatest moment in the life of the of the church all year long. Mm-hmm. Let's live it up. Yeah. Let's you know. So let's that's why let's do everything. Yeah. I know. And <laughs> they that's, literally do everything. And that's what I we swear. should do. This is this is the one <laughs> liturgy. You know. I know. Normally we try to keep mass to an hour's right. time. No, let's let's do all seven readings. Let's <laughs> you know. We get to have, you know, the exalted, It's a eight minute chant at the beginning mm-hmm. of, you know, let's do it all. So
0: <laughs> are you doing vigil mass this year or is the bishop? The, bishop, the bishop, is, yeah. But
2: I will I will be there con celebrating and good. So,
0: so you'll be reading some stuff and
2: Yep. I don't good. know if I'll be reading. I'm singing the exalted, oh. which is which is one of my favorite things oh, to wow. do. That's so, brave. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> have you done that before? Yes I have. Oh, okay. So you're so, you're all good yeah. then. All right. So Uh, now of course it's Sunday, it's Easter. Um, so now we've talked about all this kind of Holy Saturday and everything besides attending mass, what are some good ways to really celebrate Easter Sunday besides having ham and I don't know, (laughs) hunting for eggs? I, am not sure.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, this is kind of a, I don't mean to say this in a joking manner, but, um, Easter really is the greatest of all solemnities. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a big proponent in the life of the church when there's a solemnity, feast. Yeah. So you say like eat ham and search for (laughs) eggs, but it's like, and this is where it's like you're finished with the rigors Mm -hmm. of the Lenten season, whatever it is you've been giving up. So obviously keep it within reason. Don't (laughs) give yourself over to gluttony, but- Don't eat
0: all the candy you gave up Enjoy those things. It's (laughs) like,
2: that's the one thing, you know, I was saying the life of the church, we really should better embrace penitential seasons of like giving something up in anticipation for really truly feasting. So I know it's kind of, and of course, like I always maintain in your own hearts and minds this reality of the spiritual realities. Don't just simply fall into like the physical enjoyments of this world, but hold in your heart and mind the the spiritual realities of what's happening. Right. it's so, not
0: actually about Easter bunnies and, yeah. and chickens yeah. and eggs.
2: Right. And also the yeah. other thing, um, Easter is an octave. Right. Easter Sunday is an octave, and this we don't emphasize emphasize this as much anymore. But Easter Sunday is lived out for eight days, mm-hmm. beginning on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's all you get. Not only one day, you get to feast for eight, eight days. days. So
0: <laughs> you know, recently I, I always put up Easter decorations like around ash wednesday and just recently i think it was last year <clears throat> might have been the first year um i started putting up the easter decorations on easter sunday okay. or right or right before because otherwise i feel like you have all these easter decorations up that are all happy and yeah. you know christ has risen all through lent i'm like that doesn't make any sense no.
2: <laughs> kind of like when so, people say you only always, always start you put up your christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Yeah,
0: I don't do that. But but I do wait until at least after Thanksgiving. (laughs) All right. So um, we have just a couple minutes here. Do we have time to talk about the Church of the Holy Sepulcher a little bit?
2: I think we can. Okay. We'll see where it goes. So you
0: told me that you you took a trip there, right? Yes, back in seminary. And you have all kinds of cool experiences there, or a cool experience. So tell us a little bit about this church and what you saw there.
2: So it's important speaking of Easter and the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Let's the physical location in the city of Jerusalem, which commemorates the the tomb of where Christ was, mm-hmm. the tomb of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And one thing I think was very neat, and actually, you can maybe just I'm doing this on the fly. Tie this back to uh, Easter Saturday. Yeah. So one of the things that people, so I back up. When I was in seminary, I got to visit my theology. Three year, spent two weeks in the Holy Land, oh, two nice. weeks in Jerusalem. So I got to go to this this church a whole lot. And one of the things that really struck me was the reality that uh, Calvary is probably about a hundred yards or less from the tomb. Yeah, that's crazy. And they're both located in this church. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I think is cool is that immediately below Calvary is what there's an opened up chapel, and this is actually, you can see, like, the, the rock the mo- kind of hill. hill. Right. Um, under, immediately underneath Calvary is the Chapel of Adam. Yes. So that's where the his history, tradition, tradition. claims that Adam was buried there, mm-hmm. underneath Calvary. So you want to talk about how, like, Christ came down to raise up Adam. We talk about how the blood of the cross mm-hmm. literally flowed down Calvary into, into the ground and... You know, washly reach, clean reached yeah, yeah the bones of Adam mm-hmm. and Eve, I assume. so right. um that's just one of the like the thing like the things you don't think about that mm-hmm. when I was there, it's just like, whoa, this is so cool.
0: <laughs> that is cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like i I looked at a few pictures of the church quick before we came in here to do this recording and it looks like a beautiful place. And it is someplace if you ever get there to go absolutely visit. yeah it's part of the Via de la Rosa, correct? The now it's completely the way of the way of the cross, yes. right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. And actually, then if you go there, I think on on Fridays, like we had, there's I don't know who organizes, but there is a Stations of the Cross, mm-hmm. and then to actually pray the Stations and oh, and so and cool. follow the exact path and go on the places where they think they suspect each one of those right. fourteen Stations happened. It's like yeah, the one thing maybe that's I don't know the that if you ever get the privilege of visiting that, mm-hmm. it makes very real, like the concrete reality that that the resurrection truly happened. Right. It happened in this place. It happened like Jesus was laying on this piece of mm-hmm. stone like that happened right here. Right. And so it's just it's it makes for such a powerful experience. Yeah. So if, you know
0: really makes it real.
2: Yes. M- more real yeah. than yeah. 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 Very cool. So
0: um okay i think we have enough time will you give us a blessing before we go because sure. i don't always have time to have the priest give us a blessing okay. and i think we all need that it's easter so give us an easter blessing <laughs> would you <Well>,
2: sounds good <laughs> okay in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen heavenly father we entrust this day to you we, we live and celebrate and acknowledge the, the joy of your resurrection from the dead your triumph over hell bringing about the salvation of, of our first parents, of all the righteous, and of our own souls. We ask you in this time to pour out your blessing upon us. And so I bless all of us and ask you, ask rather ask you to bless us in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go Great. in the peace of Christ. Ah. Thanks, Thanks be to be God. To God. Like, <laughs> I'm
0: not in church, so I don't remember what I'm supposed to say. That's terrible. <laughs> Thank you so much You're for being welcome, here, Father record right? It was a lot of fun. All right. uh, next week we will have Allison Connemac on the show. She will be talking to me about Child Abuse Prevention Month, which is all April. Uh, Good conversation. Uh, You learned a lot about the Diocese's Safe Environment Program, so I hope you'll join us for that. Uh, That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic news.